0: You're listening to VegHead Speaks with me, your host, Robin Wong. Join me as we explore plant-based eating for people who want to eat well and live well. Welcome back to VegHead Speaks. This is Robin Wong, your host. And today I have a special guest. I've invited Teresa. She's actually, to me, um, all my life has been Aunt Teresa. Although we're only nine, I think, 13, nine, 13 years apart, something like that. No,
1: I think
0: it's about nine years. Nine years, yeah, yeah nine years apart. So she was a very young aunt all these years. But I, I invited her because, for two reasons, because I love her. And, and she, I think, has a very good message. And secondly, she is really good at telling you her journey and um, is very forthcoming with the, the good and the bad of it. Because we know that any sort of change can be difficult. And so she's just so honest and genuine when she talks. And I with no further ado, I want to invite say hello, Teresa. welcome for welcome to Vudge Head Speaks. Thanks
1: for having me <laughs> Yeah,' I'm, being here.
0: Yeah, I'm so glad she made the trek out to where I live, and we're sitting here in masks. and so hopefully you can hear us okay. But I wanted to start with uh, Teresa that, you know, um, how do you tell me your journey a little bit? So, she brought out some pictures while we were sitting here. One of them's dated 2005 and she shows me where she's overweight. Right? And you, you said you you had and she's not overweight anymore and she tells me that, you know, she struggled with her weight all these years. And of course I knew her all these years. I just she's obviously my aunt, right? So um tell me tell me about this. What what was going on here? You have two children in the picture and
1: well, I mean- after I had children, um, and I was uh, 38 and 41 when I had my two kids, and after I had my son, I was one of those people that I put on about five, six pounds every year for about 10 years. Mm. So by the time my kids were 10, 12 years old, I was 50 pounds overweight, and, um, you know, the... Uh, the glue, I didn't know my blood glucose too much yet on that, but it, that it must have been very high because I had a lot of headaches and aches and pains and just, you know, I was fatigued. And one thing that uh, really upset me is that one time I got on the scale and I was 199.5. So I was five tenths of a pound from 200 pounds and I'm only five foot two. And I, I didn't. I just didn't get back on the scale after that. So I. I know I went over two hundred, but I never got back on the scale for about three or four months, till I managed to get a few pounds off. So that that was kind of. It's just and so but, depressing. But, but, but
0: I know that you you tried really hard all this time with um, eating well and trying to lose the weight. And so you know, if we. I mean, so it's kind of been a, a yo yo kind of up and down for you.
1: And when I look. I was pregnant with my two kids. That's when I found out that I had diabetes type two. I didn't know about it before that. And so I was undiagnosed for a lot of years. And I was telling Robin that I, uh, before I started whole food plant-based, I was looking through all my books and over 20 years, I had bought 20 books on how to handle diabetes and get your weight going back to normal and things. And, um, Never, never was successful with any of them. Yeah, in fact, I—I I mean, because you're in my
0: life, and we, you know, have we'll, we, you know, have family gatherings and and that sort of thing. Um, you know, Teresa would say, "Oh, I'm trying the blood the blood type diet, or I'm trying the this diet." And this is before I became a dietitian. But I was always, you know, pretty interested in health and nutrition. Um, my husband, I think those of you who listen know that he's. Comes from a family with um, heart disease and, and diabetes, and so we knew we didn't want to go that road long ago. But like Teresa, we've tried many different things of trying to eat healthfully, and um, so we. So ten years ago, <clears throat> I transitioned my family to plant-based nutrition, and Teresa, you were still around all of us. You you came to family gatherings. I served plant-based meals, and um, but yet you still didn't make the the transition yourself. I mean, I never told you you should or asked you to, but I remember vividly uh, you and I were driving back from um, someplace and San Luis Obispo. Obispo? Okay. Yeah. And we had four hours in the car together. Right. And um, you, I think asked me, and I'm not remembering this wrong. You asked me if I were to do three things, what would I do? Or maybe I said, Teresa, you should just do these three things. Well, how was it? How do you remember it?
1: I remember we went and got our kombucha, kombucha. kombucha,
0: Yeah, yeah. We
1: got plant-based snacks and kombucha and we got in the car to start the four hour drive back. And so I said to Robin, I said, okay, it's just you and me. I said, tell me everything, you know, about whole food plant-based and what I should do to start making, uh, you know, to become a healthier person with uh, getting a handle on this diabetes. And, uh, I said just just name some things off, and I said and I said you know come start with the top three, and and we talked for four hours right until we came into the driveway.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And what I've got to say from my perspective is, I work with a lot of people, and you know not everyone takes my advice. So Teresa like grabbed it by the tail and tied it in the knot and swung it around her head. She took the advice and applied it and. Um, just kind of took off. And so, but, but what I'm really interested in, because I want to know what that moment was that you decided it was time to make a change. Because if I knew that key, I could help so many people, right? Well,
1: it was about five months later. Cause that was uh, like in January, something like that. And it was uh, in the going into June. And um, I had been taking my blood sugar with my uh, little meter and uh, for 10 days I was over 300 blood glucose that could bring on a stroke anytime I'm you know older person now and I just I just knew that I was dropping the ball and you know I knew that Robin was a hundred percent resource with all the facts just tell me the facts so I got on I texted her and I said I don't need any books just tell me what cookbooks to buy and I'm gonna I'm starting today in 10 minutes she sent me a picture of five cookbooks on her kitchen table. She laid them out, took a picture. I got on Amazon and I ordered every one of them. And I made sure from that day that I uh, didn't eat any animal of any kind that I knew of. And on the ninth day, my blood sugar dropped down below um, like two sixty. Then the next day it was like two twenty. And then on the like the tenth day I was, you know, what like one eighty. And within um a couple of more days, I was down to about 140. And that is just remarkable. No medicine at all other than eating nutritious food. Yeah, And the all the uh, headaches, the headache I had on and off for 20 years really dissipated. Well, and,
0: you know, from my perspective, I get this text and it's just like, my numbers are these. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh. I'm, I was so excited because I live for this. I live to hear that. And um, but what I find interesting about that is, it took you five months even after you got the information and it took you five months to really start. Right.
1: I just didn't kind of know what to do.
0: Yeah. I yeah. Just,
1: I, and because you're not pushy, I, I, I just didn't know how to ask a question. I just didn't know what to do. And I think I'm, I'm just dumb as a box of rocks here. Robin has a college education, you know, with hours and hours and hours of just being able to know everything about the nutrition of the body, what do we need? And I, and I said, but it it was, I don't know why it took so long, but I was a little slowpoke on it. Well, no, but five I months,
0: I mean, people take years, Teresa. so you weren't a slowpoke, but I mean, it's, it's like, I, you know, I just, I just wish I knew what the, I mean, it's like, I think you have to internally just get to a point where, okay, I'm done. I'm trying something because what I'm doing isn't working. And if you want a different outcome, you need to do something different, right? And so you just decide, I'm doing something different.
1: Well, I knew that if I ask you, because you had the education behind you on what the body needs for health, I knew that I'd get an answer from you. I've been to doctors since I was a little kid, and um, not one doctor when I was pregnant told me anything about diabetes. No one ever gave me a diet. Uh, The doctor one time said when I was pregnant, he said, "You know, you need to watch what you eat," and I said, "Watch what?" <laughs> and watch there was no answer from him. Yeah. So I asked the lady when I was going out of the leaving to make the next appointment. I said, "Do you have a brochure or a list for me on what to eat because of the diabetes?" And she just laughed and said, "No." Yeah. And when I got out to the car, I just stood there. I just felt so helpless. And that's how that's how I ended up buying twenty books looking yeah. for an answer. So
0: well, and that's I think what happens is you hear. Um, eat healthy and lose weight is what they yeah. basically tell diabetics. And, you, and the thing is, is people don't really, healthy is a very broad term. It's a very broad term, right? And so people can be cooking their, cooking, eating broccoli. That's the only vegetable they might eat. They'll cook it in oil or whatever. And that's healthy for them. I ate some green stuff today. So, and
1: they cover it with cheese sauce.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's, that's the thing. So. So, with that said, so tell me, so that's a barrier, the lack of information when you were diagnosed. But what, as you transitioned into plant based, what did you find the hardest? Because, I mean, habits, habits are the change habits are really difficult for a lot of people. And I hear a lot, um, and I don't think it's true for you, maybe. Oh, I could never give up cheese. Okay. What was the hardest for you? And What was your biggest barrier?
1: Uh, one of the hardest things, which is, it seems kind of silly, is that once I got going on to plant based, and I'm, I'm buying everything plant-based. I'm buying my potatoes and my sweet potatoes. I'm getting my whole grains and my rice and quinoa and all that. There were so many fabulous, wonderful things to eat. I didn't know what to eat or cook first. I, I just felt I went from having nothing good to eat to having just thousands of things that I could eat that I did, kind of didn't know what to do. And I ended up just kind of eating potatoes, rice, and salad and a little like broccoli to try to get started on it, you know, but the one thing I did not know until I started whole food plant-based was that any type of oil or fat is just detrimental to a diabetic. Not once was that ever mentioned to me as from uh, going to the doctor. It was always oh, watch your sugar? No one ever once I cut out the oil and the fat my life changed tremendously all the pains in my joints and the headaches that i would had for 20 to 25 years just dissipated yeah and the day it was uh exactly 11 days after um, having my blood glucose at like 300 and, uh, like 19 319 on the 11th day I was 127 and it I just woke up like a new person because my body was just getting bathed and all these nutrients but I'm one of the lucky people because I've never liked the taste of animal, even when I was a kid, but you're told eat protein, eat protein. I didn't like milk. I didn't like eggs. I thought cheese tasted kind of moldy and musty, all these things. And, um, so I ate animal product because I was told it was good for me, and you need need your protein. Yeah. But I'm I'm lucky that I was, when I stopped eating meat, it was a relief that I didn't ever have to eat that terrible thing <laughs> ever again.
0: So you're not the you're not the the average bear in this. Um, no. But um, but and you know, for those people listening. That's a common problem. The protein is a big question. And and that's I do a whole segment on that, um, which you can find in my library about how do you get your protein. But, um, yeah, so I, I think it's it is true. Your whole world opens up with flavors and textures and colors and just foods that, you know, are you just don't because you're in such a habit of eating the way you always did. Right. And so it, it is so the fact that you say it was like, what do I eat first? I have the problem. It's like when I'm serving food to people, it's like, what do I cook? And it's like, Oh, there's so many good things. What yeah, do I do?
1: Yeah. I just, I, I had my books out and I, I would maybe cook four or five things. And so then I had to go and buy a lot of nice uh, glass dishes with lids. So I could put all that extra batch cooking into the freezer. Yeah.
0: Batch cooking is huge. Yeah. So that is one of the things. So I would say, um, A, it's, it's helpful for you because you know how to cook. Okay. I mean, so that is just, that is, you are in the kitchen, you, and you're not, you're not afraid to be in the kitchen and cooking. Right. And so it was matter just tweaking how you cook stuff. Um, so that was a benefit for you. Um, but you're busy. You, you have two jobs, three jobs. Um, and so batch cooking has probably been really important for you.
1: And you know, uh um, there's I I have a friend. I got her going 100% on the whole food plant-based and you her, can shout out to her, her This is for Jeannie, I, <laughs> hey started, Jeannie for, woohoo! We yeah. started First grade together and graduated high school So we've been friends for 49 years and I got her going on it and her blood sugar dropped down To where the doctor took her off all her medications and she's locked down about 30 pounds. I think and um, So when we talked to her, uh, I bought her some of the same cookbooks that I had because she's in Colorado, and then we could be on the phone, and I'd get my cookbook out. She'd get her cookbook out. We'd go through, and then – she would try a recipe and let me know, and I try a recipe. Oh, that's a and great we, idea. We started kind of making a little, uh, kind of little, uh, a book, a notebook on the recipes that tasted really good that we liked. And I'll tell you, sweet potato tacos are really something. <laughs> and uh, what is that? That forks over knives? I'm not sure which okay. one it is. Okay, sweet now, potato tacos. I got to yeah, make a note of it. You take the sweet potatoes and instead of you know, I mean, you put all the fixings in it, and you roast the sweet potatoes, and you get your which.
0: Mop. Just so you know. You're yeah. often told as a diabetic, don't eat potatoes.
1: Oh, that's that's so what it's doing. kind of bunk, right? That's, yeah, yeah it changed changed my life getting to eat those potatoes. Yeah, I'll tell you, yeah. I love that. So it
0: sounds like um, having a buddy is kind of oh, yeah. it's really
1: nice. And what I did is that I didn't even tell her. I uh, she and I uh, uh, saw each other about a y- year and a couple of months ago, and uh, I was telling uh, telling her about uh, what I was doing and this and that. And so for over over a period of about a year, about every other month, I would just order a cookbook, and I would just send it to her and as kind of a little surprise. And the doorbell rang from Amazon, and there's a new cookbook, and she'd sit down, and, you know, she just was delighted. So you know? it sounds to me a little bit
0: like a um, cookbook book club or something, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Good,
1: okay. And so, then she sent me some things that I didn't have. So Okay,
0: uh, that's great. So you have quite a library.
1: Oh, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. That's my new thing. <laughs>
0: yeah, there you go. Yeah, I, I have to admit, I'm a little bit of a, a cookbook um, a collector as well. But let me ask you this. So, you know, um, I hadn't seen you. I mean, we talked and stuff, but I hadn't seen you as you had started this. And we were texting back and forth. And I was hearing the the numbers of your blood sugar, which thrilled me. I hadn't really seen you till we went and saw um, the the premiere of oh, Game Changers. Game Changers,
1: yeah. And Which I remember was a year ago.
0: Yeah, and I remember going into the restroom, and you're like, you pull up your shirt, and you're like, and she's you're slim and trim, and yeah. you're like, look at this, and I was like, holy moly! So did you lose? You lost weight. You've lost weight, obviously. Yeah, well,
1: going from um, uh, being you know 200 pounds, and then I slowly lost a little bit of weight before the plant based started. And as of this morning, I weigh 139 pounds, so I'm about 12, 14 pounds, kind of from my goal. But the thing about being on whole food plant base is that you're eating this wonderful food, and then your natural size starts coming back in. Yeah. How you, you know, your the, your hips trim out, your waist starts coming in, your legs start looking nice and toned. But the
0: thing that's so interesting about it is there's no portion control.
1: No, There is no
0: restriction. In fact, anything you need to eat more. Yeah,
1: I, that was one of my problems. Is that if I woke up early, four four thirty or so, I would make a big bowl of oatmeal, and by the time I'd leave to go to work or so, by the time nine o'clock came, I would be so hungry that so then you you know I like Ezekiel bread, so it's chewy, but I really really like it, and so I always would take a little sandwich in my purse with me along with an apple or a, a mandarin orange or part of a banana or something, because I would run out of food. I would run out. I needed more nutri. I needed some more go power.
0: Well, and it's funny because uh, as we know, as diabetics you should be eating frequently throughout the day anyway to maintain your blood sugar. But that's the biggest thing I work with clients is they, they don't want to eat. And I'm like, no, yeah. you, you need to eat. Well, I just ate. I go, are you hungry? Yes. Eat again. You know, mm-hmm. so don't eat just because, but listen to your cues and eat again. And it's just like, it, it's, we're so conditioned to think you can only eat three times a day, when it's like, no. If you're, behind, it depends on what you're doing, right? If you're working hard and you have a very physical job, you need to feed, fuel your body, right? And oh. and so there. But the thing is, there's no portion control in this, mm-hmm. you know. And there's no restriction. In if fact, if I
1: was driving, I would sometimes. Uh just because i grab a couple of uh, potatoes out of the refrigerator I'd warm them up and uh i uh, put a little, have this little cashew uh, kind of salad dressing i just put a little smidge on it cut on some green onions or something put it in the tupperware bowl and i just take it with me that way i would never have the urge to want to pull in someplace but there's there's not too many fast food things that i would that appealed to me to eat right? because whole food just tastes so delicious. Big juicy orange or an apple, or how about a big, gorgeous, ripe peach? Tell me, we before we started this, Teresa,
0: we were we, uh, we were chatting a little bit beforehand. Um, tell me about the, the, the chocolate story.
1: Oh, about the Hershey's? Yeah. Chocolate? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I'm a chocolate girl. Love, love, love chocolate all my life. And so of course, once I started cause I was so concerned about, getting that blood glucose down i just did not eat any candy nothing like that for about a year and i had a piece of chocolate the other day i had a little bite of hershey's chocolate it didn't taste sweet enough for me and there's hardly any chocolate flavor from what i remembered yeah but and so in my memory it's like oh this one used to be delicious but and i and i kind of Told myself a little story. I said, Well, maybe that little piece of chocolate was a little old, but that's not how it is. <laughs> it's because my taste buds have changed so yeah. much. Yeah. And I, I just don't desire it like I do. But in the back of your mind, you think, Oh, it'd be wonderful to have, you know, a big gooey dessert or something. Now, over Christmas time, I made a homemade. Uh, Apple pie from Granny Smith's apples I used uh, uh, a good cane sugar and I put a lot of cinnamon and nutmeg I put a smidge of nut um, plant butter in there and I cooked it and uh, had a nice big piece of apple pie and uh, and nothing else is in it other than what I put in and a cup of coffee put it in the refrigerator and to my astonishment, it was three days before I remembered the pie was still in the refrigerator. Well, I mean, so so. <laughs> the, what I like about that is that you
0: kind of, you know, we're honoring your kind of your desire. And you what you realize is you just the cravings kind of stop. I mean, the cravings yes. that you might have when you're dieting, um, you know, on this on this, because, you know, you can have it and it's healthy. I mean, you know, it's it's you can eat it. It's okay to eat it. But when you are allowed to eat it, you don't necessarily want to eat the whole thing.
1: Yeah. To, uh, I never would have forgotten that there was an apple pie in the refrigerator (laughs) before. Yeah. And I, I just remember being so tickled. I went, Oh, I forgot about that pie in there. Boy, I got that pie out, got myself another big piece. I got a cup of coffee, really enjoyed it. And I, uh, it, it just tasted lovely and it tasted like apples. And, uh, you know and i could i never liked store and pie so i said i'm gonna make myself a pie for christmas and enjoyed all of it and at this moment i don't need any more pie now yeah I just eat an apple i love apples and
0: yeah and that's that's such a great story because it just shows you that people think because you do this you have to be restrictive no. and and it's really not it's There's, really not i
1: have a wonderful recipe pumpkin cookies it's it's the pumpkin loaf but I never, it didn't come out very good for me. You got to practice. And I said, I'm going to get out my big stone cookie sheet. And I put scoops of the of the dough on there. It's supposed to make a loaf out of it, but always gooey in the middle. So I said, I can watch it uh, as cookies. Put the raisins and a bunch of walnuts in it and a lot of cinnamon and spices. And boy, are they delicious. And yeah. they came out better than the loaf. And I had a few and throw the rest in the uh freezer. And then when you want a little something, you grab a few of those legal goodies.
0: Yeah, no, I I love that. So, so the last thing I wanted to do is if you were to um, have someone come to you and that's diabetic, what would, what would you tell them? I mean, just a really straightforward kind of a, this a sum it up of um, your experience of, you know, what would they, what would you tell them to start?
1: I tell them to, you know, get a couple of good cookbooks, yeah, That are all whole food plant-based. I would start, I tell them, start with Dr. John McDougall. Yeah. Go with Forks Over Knives. Mm-hmm. Go with And there's three or four others out there. And, uh, you know, um, how to prevent heart disease and all oh, that. Oh, but
0: Dr. Esselstyn, yeah. yeah. Esselstein
1: Esselstyn mm-hmm. on those. I tell them to watch some YouTubes that are really fun. Yeah, I mean, the and, Forks
0: Over Knives is probably the one I send people to the most because it's easiest to consume, probably. And they have
1: beautiful books and everything has a picture. You can see what it's going to look like. But the main thing I would tell them is stop eating any animal. Yeah. And uh, people always ask me, what about that protein? I said, so you get your protein the same way the oxen or a bull or a gorilla gets it. You get it from the plant. And I always tell them, do yourself a favor and do it for 120 days. You'll see such a difference. And just get a list, mark it down, weigh yourself. You know, make it kind of fun. May, if you want to track your food. But, you know, just don't do any animal at all. Yeah, 120 days. And I always tell them, you don't, you just don't know what's all in there. Maybe, maybe the animal didn't have any shots, but you don't know what chemical was sprayed on the grass next door no. to the farm. And the
0: thing is, is I think for people, um, they're just, they're kind of stuck. And it's like, um, for me, I had a really vested interest um, in you because you're my aunt and I love you. I want you to <laughs> stick around, right? I want you in, in my life. and um, but I feel that way about my clients. I want them to be there for their families. And, you know, um, you know, it's it's not hard. It's just getting started is hard. So the, 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 the root's not, it, it's new. I wouldn't say it's hard, it's new. And it might, you might have some bumps in the road, but it's the getting started. Yeah. Well,
1: I have two friends that have completely changed over the whole food plant-based and I gave them the same little piece of advice. I said, now, when you start, this is what I did. I just didn't talk about it for a couple of weeks. Yeah. I just made my start. See how I am. And I said, you know, you say, oh, I'm going to do this and that, and then you don't do it. Then people say, oh, yeah, you didn't do it again. I said, just enjoy. Every- only eat the foods you like.
0: Yeah. No. I mean, yeah. Follow. Follow the recipes and 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 eat and. You know, as soon as you tell someone you're doing something different, they tell you why you're wrong.
1: Yeah. You know, tell them. Don't tell so anybody. don't tell anybody. So that's really for good. A couple, for a couple of weeks. Yeah, that
0: is super great advice. And then what happens is people people start why are you looking really good? And you're like, oh, I'm trying this new thing. And then they want to know how you're doing it. And the thing is, you're not going to change everybody, but live, walk the, walk the talk kind of, you know, and, um, and uh, just. I don't know. It's I'm so pleased for you. And I am thank you so much for sharing your journey with my listeners, because I want them to know it is possible, you know, and um, just get started.
1: Well, it's so nice to know that every day you're going to get up and eat all the foods that you just love. Yeah. Every day you get to eat all this delicious food and every bite. You're bathing all your, your cells in nutrition that, well, and you're going to feel
0: better. That. And the thing is, you know, maybe one day it's not so great. Every meal oh, yeah. yeah, is an opportunity to do better. Every meal is an opportunity to do better. And um, so with that said, I think we're going to sign off and I thank you again so much for coming and being my guest. And I actually would like to have you back to talk more about um, your dieting journey. Would you be willing to oh, do that? Sure, yeah. Do yeah. That. Okay. Maybe we'll do another segment on that. So anyway, thank you uh, VegHead listeners for listening. I hope you found this helpful. Um, if you would like to get in touch with me, you can go to my website, Robin, uh, nutrition with Robin, um rdn at um dot .com sorry i just changed my website i have a great website up now i changed from the vegheads so you can find me on instagram at either veghead speaks or nutrition with robin and um yes thanks again for listening and eat your vegetables